0: Welcome to The Mad Scientist Podcast, powered by minorities who are astonishingly driven scientists, where we aim to serve everyone pursuing a career in STEM and teach them that they are graced to dominate STEM. Welcome to another episode of Mad Mondays. My name is Marilyn Chanel and I am so excited to be back for yet another week. I just want to say happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there. If you are listening, happy Father's Day and also happy Juneteenth. Today, we are going to be talking about after you flip the tassel. What's next? What do I do? Why does life feel so weird? (laughs) So after you flip the tassel, life gets real. After you graduate, whether that be from high school or whether that be from college or maybe anything after college, you feel like you're in this weird space because you're asking yourself, what do I do next? Where do I go? Where Where do I turn? And after you flip the tassel, you can literally do anything. I've graduated. It's been like, I want to say a month now, a little over a month since I graduated. And I feel like I can literally do anything. If I wanted to, I could pick up and go anywhere in the world. I can move to Germany. I can move to Hawaii. I can do anything. (laughs) I could be or do anything in the world right now. And you have so much free time that you can do anything with it. And is anybody used to, and are you getting tired of the question? If you're a recent grad, are you getting tired of the question, so what's next? Or how's life? Because I know for me, I get asked the question, so how's life? How's the job search going? I cannot count how many times I have had to answer that question. And most times I say, I say good. And sometimes I say it's okay. And one time I said, it's interesting. But out of all the answers that I've given, I want to say interesting would have to be the most fitting. The definition of interesting is arousing curiosity or interest, holding or catching the attention. And this fits the most because right after I graduated, I've been in this place that I am the most curious about what to do, what I'm going to, what type of territory I'm going to charter <laughs> now that I have so much free time and so many paths that I could take. And so it's really been catching my attention on how. What, where, what, like all of these questions that I've been asking. So I would say interesting would have to be the best answer that I could give. And to be honest, going to college kind of helps us buy some time from figuring out what we want to do. Can you agree? If, if you graduated from high school and you kind of didn't know what it is you wanted to do, or you kind of had an idea of what you wanted to do, but you were kind of scared to go after it, You may have gone to college because you felt like, hmm, it seems like the right thing to do. But yeah, going to college for some of us helps us buy some time from figuring out what we want to do. In high school, you have interests, you have hobbies, you have sports or anything, extracurricular activities that you may be doing. And for some, you may have gotten the answer or some comments of that's not going to make a lot of money. So let's do something a little bit more realistic. Or if you're somebody like me, I remember getting this. You can always do that on the side while you go to college. And sometimes we buy into it and we think, okay, yeah, they're right. And so you go into college doing something that you maybe a little interested in or you may not be interested in at all or you may not know a lot about but one thing I want to see, well let me tell you about my interest so when I was in high school I was very very interested in art I've been interested in art I used to do art back in I started in middle school and it carried out through high school I've been interested in holistic and alternative medicine all things beauty like hair skin and nails and that is doesn't sound like anything that's <laughs> not like anything that I went to school for and uh, I, I wasn't expected to major in chemistry right from my interest of being an artist I was asked a lot so what's your major gonna be art and I was like no um, it's gonna be chemistry and so that was that was kind of left field for me at the time College does, for a lot of us, and I know for a lot for myself, is that it helps us to buy some time and not fully focus on what it is that we really want to do. And it can help us buy some time from being asked, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) Because people don't look at you as crazy when you tell them, oh, I'm in school. They kind of think you have it figured out. They think you may already know what it is that you want to do. They may think that you at least have some of your ducks in a row already and some people may think that oh you you already have it figured out because you're already walking in a path towards something but what if that path isn't something that lights you up what if that isn't something that really sparks your interest that really gets you going but sometimes in actuality it's oh no i still don't have it figured out i'm still i'm just paying student loans for a while hoping that i do (laughs) if you've had to pay student loans or i'm just here doing assignments, doing papers, doing presentations until I figure it out. And then once you graduate, it's the question of now what? It's now time to navigate life after you flip the tassel. So what a better way to figure out your why than going back to the person or going back to that little child, that inner child that you had before so let's go back to your childhood dream the things that you've always been interested in the things that you have been excited about when you were little those talents those skills that you had so what what were some things that you were always good at or you were always interested in since you were a child I want to talk about four of mine so when I was a child One of the very first things that I've always been interested, well, that I've always done was teach. Teaching was my thing. I really thought that I was going to grow up and be a teacher. And I still could. (laughs) It's not too late for it. But I can go back and recall to being in my grandmother's living room. I had my own classroom. So what I would do is I would tear out papers and I would ask for paper for my mom's job so that I can write my own tests. I would write tests for my imaginary students. (laughs) I would name them all. And what I would do is I would go back and forth to acting like I'm a student, and then I would go back back to acting like I was a teacher. And then I would grade their papers and then check their papers and facilitate my class as if I was the real deal teacher. I would scold them, teach them, tell them, hey, Hey Christina, come up to the board and then act like Christina's really on the board. So I would go back and forth between <laughs> I will go back and forth between acting like the student and acting like the teacher. But this is my childhood dream. This is something that I would do, and this was something that lit me up. At, honestly, I would do this every single day after school when I was in elementary school. I would go to my grandma's grandma's house and act like the teacher. And then as I got older, I started becoming interested in art I was in a class I was put into an art class and then we had an art assignment and as I was doing the assignment my teacher had some questions on the rubric for the assignment and she asked something along the lines of do you like art or why did you want to be in this class it was something like that and I, I expressed that I do not like art. I did not choose this class. I wanted to be in a whole nother class. But for some reason, I got put into this art class. But after doing the assignments, my teacher noticed that I was doing pretty well. I was doing pretty well with the art assignments. And so from there, I started drawing and painting more often. And then I was in the summer consortium camp in Orangeburg and after that, I started competing in art competitions. And I started loving the process of going from the idea to the finished masterpiece. So that was the second thing that I've been interested in since I was younger. And then I started growing and growing into being somebody who was interested in all things beauty. Hair care, skin care, nail stuff. I started growing my relaxer out aka going natural around the time of seventh grade and i didn't want anything off the shelf i used to be in the kitchen whipping up mayonnaise olive oil eggs bananas all type of stuff for hair masks. i didn't want anything off the shelf i wanted to make it myself i wanted it to be all natural and the same thing goes for the skincare. i used to make my own skin masks. i used to have honey i used to put green tea on my face I used to put the tea bag on my face after <laughs> after boiling it. I used to do brown sugar, brown sugar mask. But I used to exfoliate my skin, which I still do to this day. And from there, I started really loving the process of taking care of my hair and taking care of my skin. And also, I used to love painting my nails. Love painting my nails and doing my toes and having my own beauty salon in my bathroom. Well, my parents' bathroom and their kitchen. And as I got older, I also took an interest in alternative medicine. I hated pills. I never wanted to take them at all. I wanted to always look for how I can get rid of anything naturally. So if I had a sore throat, I was Googling looking up how to get rid of this sore throat naturally. I was drawn to and started getting curious about natural cures for cancer and started looking up doctors who cured their patients with alternative methods. And I started questioning, is chemotherapy really necessary? And all there some alternatives. And I want to ask you, if you go back to your childhood self, what are some things that you've been interested in? interested in and naturally drawn to. For me, it was teaching, it was art, it was beauty and alternative methods, alternative medicine and alternative treatments. If you go back to your childhood interests, who would your inner child be proud to see today? And after graduating and honestly a little bit before graduation I started questioning how can I mesh all of these and if I'm not able to mesh all of these am I able to mesh maybe a couple or three of them and maybe still practice one a little on the side am I able to make all of these into a career or can I still have mesh two and make two of these into a career and then have some hobbies on the side so after you list your your childhood interests, your childhood dreams, your childhood goals? Are you able to make any of these things that you're naturally drawn to into a career? Are you able to blaze your own trail? Maybe it's something that's never been created or done before that you're able to go into and make money from doing what your childhood self would already be interested in doing anyway. (laughs) So who did you want to be? Who did you want to be before the dream killers and the let's just be realistics came about? Even if that person was you, because sometimes it can be us that kill our own dreams from childhood and tell our own selves to be realistic because maybe you've been told that whatever you're interested in may not make as much money or you can always do that side. So what would it be? Because there's something that you were put on this earth to do. There was something you were put on this earth to do. And a lot of times, and I've, and it's, this is the right timing because I came across this post that said that same thing. A lot of times finding ourselves as an adult, it's crazy that it's been going back to what we were always interested in as a child. So, the first point was going back to your inner, going back to your, your inner child. What were you interested in as a child? And then the next point is going to the person who created you in the first place. What better way to figure out who we are than to go to the person who created us? <laughs> so it's going to the God who created you and asking what did you have in mind when you created me i know for artists every artist has something envisioned when they are creating a masterpiece in their mind this is what my goal is for this painting this is what my goal is for this mural this is what my goal is for this whatever it is this masterpiece that you're creating sculpture, whatever it is. This is what my goal is. This is what I want it to look like. And for us as humans, we were sculpted perfectly, regardless of what you think, regardless of your insecurities, you were sculpted perfectly. There's an artist who knew who you were before you even were born, who had an idea of how you would be sculpted, what you would be put on this earth to do, how you would do it, the people that you would impact, the places that you would go, and the list goes on. So what better way to understand who it is that you are and what it is that you are put on this earth to do than to go to the person who created you in the first place? Your childhood interests, those aren't a coincidence. Your, your your gifts, those things that you've always been naturally good at, it comes to you with ease. You can do it with little effort at all and still be great at it. Those aren't a coincidence. At all. And so on this podcast, we always want to stress that you are graced to dominate STEM. For the people who are just... I've always been drawn to or always been interested in anything STEM related we it we want to stress it's your grace to dominate it even if it may not look like the things that you've done before or it may not look like the things that anyone else has ever seen or done it's still something that you are graced to do and still able to do so For this point, it's been getting back to the person who created you. So for me, what that's been looking like is learning more about God. Reading about God's heart. Researching more of who God is. What has he always been? Who has he been to people who have lived before me? And going back to the Bible to learn about how God has moved in the biblical figures lives and also how has he used them to be mighty people how has he used them to be great people great names that we still talk about today and the question that I have been asking is asking God to expose who I am show me who I am expose me God show me who she is I like I've I've been I've been living with this girl for 23 years and it's crazy that I still don't know all there is to know about her. I've been living with Marilyn for 23 years and I still don't know all there is to know about her. So my biggest question is, who am I? What am I good at? Why did you create me? What is is my purpose for being here? What are you calling me to do? Why have I always been interested in this, 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 and this? And because I've been interested in this, 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 and this, and I've done this, 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 and this, how can I use that for the future? How can I make this into a career? (laughs) And the same thing you you can ask yourself. You've been living with you for X amount of years and you still don't know all there is to know about you. It's to have more clarity on who it is that I am. And what it is that I'm supposed to be doing after such a great milestone. After reaching this milestone. I've been getting. I'm getting back into the habit of fasting. Because I noticed that when I had done this last year. And I had a consistent routine of fasting. I would do it from. 5 p.m. Sunday to 5 p.m. Monday for I want to say about three months. I want to say about three months. And that was the most life-changing experience that I had. In the beginning, I didn't see too much progress. But as I was consistent with this fasting routine, I felt so much closer to God. I felt his presence more. I felt clarity about what to do in my life certain paths to take certain decisions to make i had more understanding of who god is that he's patient kind loving creative merciful grateful a way maker a provider and the list goes on (laughs) and i also had a deeper understanding of god's heart and that he just wants the best for me whether and honestly that's in anything the relationships i have the career that i take the school that i go to the jobs that I work at, every single thing. He just wants the best for me. And in seeking God, He shows, He's shown me what I'm capable of doing. The things that I need to correct, the things that I need to turn away from, the things that I need to start, maybe the things I need to stop. <laughs> And I will also have a flood of ideas, even like this podcast. And also episode ideas for the podcast. Or even things outside of this. Maybe events to have. And then also showing me people to reach out to, people to serve, people to help, people to ask for help. So that's been the biggest point of why I, I, I believe it's necessary to seek the person who seek the God who created you to seek the most high God who created you. in knowing that in knowing or understanding what it is to do, because I know after after you reach a big milestone in life, it kind of feels like what else? What do I do now? I don't know what to do or how to do it or why to do it. That's why I encourage you to take the points that we've talked about today of going back to your childhood interests and goals, your childhood things that really sparked you, really your eyes would light up anytime you would do it. You can do them for hours and hours and hours on end and not get tired or not want to take a break. And then lastly, seeking the most, seeking the God who created you. How could he not know what is meant for you to do if he created you? (laughs) So, yeah. But before we end, I just want to let you know that the unknown is the most beautiful place to be. That place of not feeling like you know what's next or you know what you're going to do or you know who it is you're going to be or where it is you're going to live or what job it is you're going to have or what career you're going to have. That's the most beautiful place to be because even though it can be a little a little nerve-wracking, it's the most beautiful place to be because now you can ask yourself the questions that I've asked you today and blaze paths that maybe nobody else is, has ever has ever blazed before, or reinvent some things that's already been been invented, or tap into something that a lot of people aren't even going into right now, or aren't even thinking about right now. In the unknown, you have the most thinking power that you can ever be because the options are endless. So don't be afraid of it. A lot of you may know the famous Bible verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. And even if you don't know, it's for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You may have heard that a million times already because I know I have. And even if you haven't heard it, I'm glad you have the opportunity to hear it now because if we hear this. and we hear that there are plans for us. That God has a plans for us, then why are we stressed? I've had to check myself on that because I've had to check myself on that. Why are you stressed? Why are you worried? Why are you anxious? Why are you constantly asking yourself what what what? what? Why are you constantly asking yourself questions or constantly in this place of feeling anxious? When the plans have already been set for you. If God's plans are to prosper you and not to harm you. Then why are you mad when your plans aren't working in your favor? When God's plans are better anyway. Even though sometimes it may not feel like it initially. They're still going to be better. They're still going to be better. Because maybe that's not what he calls you to do. Maybe you've been looking at, or maybe it someone else who has a different calling than you. I see how other people's eyes are playing out. And I'm like, is mine going to be like that? Is mine going to be like that? Maybe, and maybe no. Maybe that's not what I'm called to do. Maybe that's for them. And what's for me is for me. <laughs> and what's for you is for you. <laughs> so I just want you to know that. God's presence precedes you. It goes before you. So he's already been there. That place that you're you're anxious to get to. That place that you are dreaming of being. That person that you're dreaming of being. That career that you're dreaming of having. So that's why I say the unknown is a beautiful place to be. This has been another episode of Mad Mondays. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Also, if you like the podcast, give us a rating and review. I would love to hear your feedback on what you like, what you don't like, how we can make this better. If you like this episode, feel free to DM us at MadScientistSC on Instagram. And also, you can DM me at Marilyn Chanel on Instagram as well to tell me some things that you figured out about yourself. Maybe you just graduated and you're feeling lost. and You're feeling like, I don't know what to do. I don't know which way to go. I don't know which way to turn. I see these people are going here. These people are going here. I don't know what my life is supposed to be. DM me. And also, you can talk to me about what your childhood interests have have always been. I would love to hear about it so this has been another episode of Mad Mondays I hope you guys have an amazing week I love you and remember we are grace to dominate stem bye thank you for listening to the mad scientists podcast remember we are grace to dominate stem get it even if I can't get with I you never distract you from like a distant cousin, brother, little sister. I see myself in the young ones. When I look in their eyes, and feel like a mirror.